Yeah! How about that, Slee? Little tank top tucked into the dress pants, walking into the meeting, Christmas lights, the whole thing. It's a good Monday. It's a good post-Father's Day Monday, right? It's classy. It's classy. Every move you and I make is classy, and that's the thing. The theme of this show is incredibly classy. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll, we'll get into the Father's Day stuff a little bit later on because I had, uh, through no fault of my family's or anybody else's, they they were all set up ready to do something for me, but I uh, I got I got taken out by a bug that has been going through the Rogers house on about halfway through Saturday afternoon. Mm. When was the last time you spent about 17 hours in a row in your bed? When was the last time you've done that? Because that's what I did yesterday. I did not get out of my own bed more or less the entire day. Uh, a couple years, a couple <laughs> years. I, I can't actually even remember. Okay. But are, are you the kind of, are you the one that, Hey, you know what? This is good. Let me just get this out. No. Yes. It's 17 hours or you just dying to get out. I, I, well, I was, I was just dying. There, there was no dying to get out. I was just dying. I was pretty sure, you know, this is so the end you, of the line for me. what were you feeling? Me. What were you feeling? Uh, nausea and all that wonderful stuff that goes along with that sort of bug that you get. But mm. it was just one of those, you know what, this is the end. This is this is how it ends yeah, for me. It. Just I'm just going to waste away here in my in my house on Father's Day, nonetheless. Um, I, I didn't even see the kids, really. They, they, were, they were stricken from coming near me. I had one of those uh, two weeks ago when I was doing Lakers talk. Remember that day? Though This was the second COVID shot, second vaccine. I just was laying on the floor with a mic set on and just telling Steve Paulette, more calls. Just take more calls. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to power through. That's just the way that it goes. That's good. So uh, other, uh, I know that you're on the road a little bit this weekend. Good weekend yeah. for you, generally speaking. It's nice. So so beautiful. I w- went up to Big Bear just for a couple of days up there. It's just nice to kind of get away. And then you're driving back into L.A. yesterday, specifically coming towards Pasadena. Cars just starting to pile up. I'm like, here we are. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Welcome, Welcome home. Back. Welcome home. <laughs> ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. And, you know, we were texting a little bit on Friday night as the, uh, what that be, the Western Conference semifinals. Game yeah. six, the Clippers fall behind by 20-plus points at the half. We're thinking, well, I guess we're going to get a game seven. The Clippers win. And they win kind of, I don't want to say going away, but they win comfortably towards the end of that game. And, Slee, we've entered some sort of, you know, paradigm that I don't quite understand where the Clippers are not only in the Western Conference Finals, but they did it by having heart, by having resilience, by coming from behind, by getting unbelievable performances from Paul George, getting unbelievable performances from some uh, supporting cast guys, and the Clippers are in the Western Conference Finals for the first time ever. And here, and, and I don't want this to sound like I'm throwing shade because I'm not trying to. They deserve it. They didn't just kind of fluke into it. They lost their best player and still found a way to get through to the next round. Yeah, I had my phone off from Friday night to this morning. Right before our prep meeting, I just decided, you know what, just turn off the phone. Just turn off the phone. Um, they did deserve it. I, I think there's nobody that thought – I think I mentioned this to you coming into um, Friday night's game. I mentioned that, hey, listen, if, hypothetically, if the if the Los Angeles Clippers lost this series to the Utah Jazz, I'm not going to hold it against them. You know, a, a lot of times it's been, well, why am I going to give the Clippers credit if they don't deserve the credit? Okay, you beat the Dallas Mavericks in seven games. What – what do you want? I, I think I mentioned to you. What was the headline on ESPN when they when they beat Dallas? Exercise they, the demons. I was like, what, what are we talking about here? Okay. <laughs> so then you go play the Utah Jazz. Mike Conley's not there, and uh, they start out zero and two. Remember, they they dropped the first two games in Utah. Clippers. I, I don't know how other how other. I don't know another way to put it. They looked fantastic for a couple of games. 
to take out the Utah Jazz, and they did it without Kawhi Leonard. It, it's incredibly impressive. How the hell would anybody think when they're down 25 to the Jazz on Friday night that they would come back and even make it a game? They didn't even come back and make it a game. They kind of made the fourth quarter look like, hey, yeah. Utah doesn't even have a shot here. Um, so, you know, you and I have kind of said this. We'll give credit where credit's due. The Clippers deserve a lot of credit to getting to the Western Conference Finals the way they did. And, uh, you know, with all that said, uh, you know, I'm a big Phoenix guy. You know how much <laughs> you know how you're, much you're, I love that area. Just the area. Something about you, that area. You're a Valley of the Sun guy. <laughs> you, you, you have a, a summer home, or I guess it would be a winter home in Phoenix. You're, you're all about the Suns when it's not the Lakers. I, I understand you're, you're already lobbying to do Suns talk on, on yeah. weeknights after, uh, after the Suns games are over. You're all in. I get I it. I have a Dan Marley jersey coming in, in any day now. Any day now my Marley jersey is coming in. But, Trav, I, I want to I go back to one thing from yeah. – why why am I watching why do the Clippers look look there's no there's no question here the Kawhi Leonard piece uh one of the best players in the NBA mm-hmm. but why do they look so comfortable why does Paul George look so comfortable without Kawhi being there that that's that's something I have not been able to understand yeah I it's it's the question right it's it's the thing that I think probably Paul George didn't even have a great answer for because Look, he's been a different guy with Kawhi Leonard gone. And and there's not a scenario where you would say, you know, we're better off without Kawhi. Like you said a second ago, Kawhi is one of the best players in the whole league. So you're, you're not better when he's gone. That's not the thing. But Paul George looks different. And not just that he's scoring more points because that makes more sense, right, that he's going to get more shots. He's going to get – so that, that, that adds up. What doesn't add up is – he looks like a different dude. Just his body language looks different. The way that he attacks the game his looks different. His confidence looks mm-hmm. different. Everything about him screams, I'm a number one guy. Give me the ball. Let me do my thing. Get out of my way. I'll take care of this myself. And it's not a front. It's not, it's not a put-on. It's not a facade. He really is that guy. And when Kawhi's there, he's more like, all right, let me know when you need me. More I'll just passive. be standing over here. Absolutely, more yeah. passive. And I, I think there are times – and maybe that maybe that's uh, – listen, who can figure this out? But maybe that's part of the Clippers team right now. It's, okay, we lost our main guy. Let's rally the troops together. I mean, there, were, there was a portion yesterday in that game one, and we'll talk a little bit about the Suns. But there was a portion in that game, it's like DeMarcus Cousins, I think I put up 11 points in one quarter or something along those lines, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was that second quarter. I think it was the second. You had all these other guys stepping up like, oh, okay, well, we'll step up now. Maybe the Clippers are much deeper than we thought. Maybe the Clippers are a team that's much better balanced than we thought. Maybe there was so much attention towards Kawhi Leonard and so much dependency on one player that – a lot of these other guys are actually playing more team basketball now. And again, I'll say this again. Um, it's very simple here. If Kawhi Leonard was playing, I would tell you that there's no question about it. Clippers are the favorite to win the NBA championship. Uh, they are in a position, if if Kawhi Leonard was there. Now I think it's a toss-up. I, th- I think there's four teams left. Yeah, I don't know if there is it a really favorite, is, right? It, it really is kind of a top. Maybe you could say Milwaukee is the most balanced, this, that, whatever you want to say. Um, but it's it's uh, it's tough to kind of describe going from Clippers down 25 on Friday night to then here we are on Monday, we're a game into the Western Conference Finals. And Clippers, even though they lost yesterday, it's not like they got blown out or anything like that. There's a good game coming into the fourth quarter. No, I, that, that's where I want to go next. And 
they seem like they're a different group of guys. And I'm not just talking because they're into the Western Conference Finals for the first time ever. I'm talking in the semifinals, right? Watching them play against Utah in those last couple of games. They don't look the, – the Clippers, when they were clippering, whether it was against Denver last year or they're falling behind 2-0 to Dallas this year or falling 2-0 to Utah in this first series, there's this, there's this vibe that you can feel, right? And, and I don't think it's it, – it, I need to explain it much beyond that because everybody can feel it. It's like, oh, here they go again. They're getting tight. They're missing shots. The guys that you would expect to be really good are either non-factors or playing really poorly. That's gone. It's just – it's just poof, gone. And – I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's maybe Big Brother is not there. The Kawhi is their best player, so everybody's like, okay, you do it, Big Brother. You do it, Big Brother. You've you've done it in San Antonio. You've done it in Toronto. You know how to do it. You go do it. We'll just stand here and watch because they're not here without Terrence Mann. They're not here without Reggie Jackson. They're not yeah. here without Paul George doing all the things that they did. Those guys are not doing that with Kawhi around, and it feels like a much more of a – mental change than it does anything else just a, a group of guys that are like hey big brother's not here we got to fight for ourselves here goes nothing and guess what they're pretty damn good without him yeah it, it's uh let, let's see how the rest of the series plays out remember they don't have another game are they tomorrow are yeah. they tomorrow when, okay so milwaukee and uh and atlanta will start on wednesday i i'm I'm curious to see because we have not heard. Last week we were talking about we were just kind of assuming, okay, well, Kawhi's out, right? Well, now it's just by a game decision. So, okay, he's out for game one. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Kawhi the rest of the way. There's still no word left on on uh, Chris Paul, which, by the way, is this not the exact theme of how the NBA has gone where <laughs> it, it doesn't it seem like even in this round, as you get to the Western Conference Finals, not sure about Kawhi, Chris Paul – Health and safety protocols. I'm not saying that that's the walls. He's got to be going nuts. Think about this, Trav. I'm not saying that that's uncommon at this stage of the year, but it's you're not hearing it as much as we were maybe three months ago, two months ago, whatever the case is. And Chris Paul is out of all players. It's Chris Paul in that position for the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference Finals. So there's still. I I think this series is going to be fascinating. But what it may come down to is who's available and who's unavailable. Yeah, and now you get into the conversation, too, about the Clippers. And, you know, they've gotten to a place they've never gotten before. So is it house money? Is whatever happens now just gravy? And sure doesn't feel like it's Lee. It feels to me like – You don't think so? No, I don't. Because Mm -hmm. this isn't, okay, you got through to this next round and your next opponent is the Lakers. And then on the other half of the draw is a fully healthy Brooklyn team that just smashed everybody coming in. It is, like we mentioned a minute ago, you don't think they can beat the Hawks? Of course they can. You don't think they can beat the Bucks? Of course they can. They can beat the Suns? Of course they can. That Who knows what's waiting for them next season? That Like we've talked about a million times before, Denver's going to have Jamal Murray back. We yep. know that the Lakers are going to be healthy. They'll reload. That, mm-hmm. that Dallas maybe adds a guy. Luka gets a little better. You look at the other side with Kyrie How about, by the way, stay, stay in the West for a quick second? Yeah. Golden State, you got to imagine. Okay, Absolutely. Clay Thompson comes back. There's another one in the mix. Utah knows that. Okay, hey, we have to make a move. the The West will be even tougher this upcoming year, which I think is the window that you're talking about for the Clippers it, right now. It's never going to be easy because it's never easy. But this is arguably as easy as it's going to get because Chris Paul already missed a game. Right? We don't know how many he's going to miss. You look at the other half of the draw. You have an incredible amount of inexperience on the other side. You don't have to go against those guys that have been through this a thousand times. As good sure. as the Lakers are, right? 
what makes them an incredibly tough out most of the time is because LeBron James has been through this so many times. He's not going to freak out in these moments. He's just not. He might have a bad game, not likely, but he might. These other guys, I don't know what Giannis is going to be in the playoffs or in the in the in the finals. I don't know what Trey Young's going to look like in the finals. I can have a guess, but I don't know. It is right there for them to take it, and they need to take advantage of it. When you say house money, a um, couple things go through my mind. I will say this: the way the Clippers are playing. They're not playing as if it's house money. I feel like they're playing, no, 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 we got, a, we like our team. We have a legitimate chance. We like what Ty Lue is doing, whatever the case is, right? They feel like they can be in any one of these games. I actually do think there's more, this probably falls along more along the lines of house money because Kawhi's not there at the moment. If, let's just say, I'll play out both scenarios. Let's say Kawhi was able to come back. Look, they have not announced that he's out for the series. All they've mm-hmm. announced is that he's out for game one. So let, let's maybe miraculously Kawhi is able to come back and, and and still be effective. Clippers are the best team left. Sure. Them and the Bucks are the best team left, but you'd give I think you'd give the edge to the Clippers. If Kawhi's not there, now I think maybe, you know, what you're referring to, I don't I don't think anybody's gonna think that the Clippers can win a championship without Kawhi Leonard. You think that it could happen. I, I think that there's a very, there's a much stronger chance that they obviously wouldn't win the championship. That's what I mean by house money. That's why when I say house money is nobody's expecting you to win it all without Kawhi Leonard. And if Kawhi Leonard's not there, maybe they just continue to, to play some good basketball. And, and so far since he's been gone, they have. Yeah, in a, in a vacuum, I would agree. But in the reality of it, if you said they're, they don't have a chance without Kawhi Leonard, I would say, yeah, of course not, right? But I've seen them play two games, three games now without Kawhi yeah. Leonard. They look great. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't just look like, oh, you know. Is it they, sustainable? That, right, I guess it, that's a question. Is it yeah, sustainable? Sometimes when you miss your bed, guys go out there and play real hand. You go, ah, yeah. really good try, guys. Boy, you did it. You did. No. They're, they, they were better than Utah. They, they were a couple of missed shots away in that game one against the Suns from winning that game. If Devin Booker doesn't have a 40-point triple-double, if he's just a little bit less than otherworldly, they steal that opening game. They, they, they are a couple of misses, a couple of makes away from not having lost a game without Kawhi Leonard. So I, I just, I mean, I get it. You'd much rather have him than not have him. I get it that having a guy that's a two-time finals MVP out of the lineup is a terrible, you know, it's a terrible blow. Mm-hmm. But look at what they've done without him. They've been really, really good. Yeah, listen, I'll go back to this. Um, Dan Marley jersey comes in tomorrow, and I'll just I'll keep you keep you posted on how I feel uh, moving forward. By the way, isn't that isn't that kind of crazy, Trav? Think about this. Those are the four teams left. What? Atlanta, Milwaukee. I mean, over the weekend, Philly and Brooklyn were just pushed to the side, right? And okay, fully Philly, you could look at and say, okay, all right, that's the number one team in the in the Eastern Conference by seeding. Okay, they're not the number one team in the East. No, but you don't think Milwaukee was sitting back yesterday saying, you know, you don't think they were cheering for the Atlanta Hawks to come out with a win. And I, I don't know what this is going to do to the NBA ratings and everything else, but we might be set up for a very interesting NBA finals with these uh, scenarios left. I guarantee you that Adam Silver is fully aware of the four teams that are left in the NBA uh, semifinals. I, I'm very certain that he knows the four television markets that are involved. And, you know, he got L.A., which is good, but it ain't the Lakers, which is mm-hmm. a totally different thing. Speak Speaking of, Magic Johnson did the car wash this morning at ESPN, and he has a whole bunch of thoughts on what he thinks the Lakers need to do moving forward. We'll get into that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. And 
You want to be at your best, whether the best means being the best bingo player in the office or the best volleyball player on the planet. And to do that, you're going to need some help, your teammates to tackle anything and everything. That's why a handful of almonds has six grams of plant-based protein, and they're an excellent source of vitamin E and magnesium. It's the snack you need to keep your head in the game and your body energized. So whether you're going for the gold or another round of bingo, refuel with almonds. California almonds. Own your everyday, every day. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Going to change my name. I'm going to move to Omaha. I'm going to become a, a, a salesman and just be just be that guy. And that way uh, I'm fully in the uh, witness protection program. What do you think, Slee? If, you, if they're going to move you, witness protection, where are you going? I can't tell you. I mean, if I'm going to be in the witness protection, I'm going overseas. I'm going oh, overseas. Oh, you're going international. Yeah. yeah, I'm going international. Not a bad way to do it. Very See, important. I'd want to go to the College World Series. So you can stick me in Omaha, and we can. Uh, I, I could just. I get two weeks a year where I get something fun to do, and the rest of the time I'm just kind of living my life. That'll I'm work. Going to the, I'm going to the UFA Cup. <laughs> you, well, UFA. you're a big Portugal guy or France because they're playing today. We've got Germany and Hungary, all the Hungary. biggest games. Hungary, that's my that's – my, that's my team. <laughs> That's my team. Well, absolutely. So you're going to wear your Tom Chambers jersey to the Hungarian soccer game. That's your <laughs> that's your plan? <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. Is it by the way, is this kind of funny here? So I'm watching um I'm watching the playoffs yesterday. And I got to be honest here. I you know, I got home, kind of planned this thing out. I'm watching uh watch Clippers Suns Philly Atlanta. Do you think there are Yeah, Philly Atlanta game 7. Do you think there are a lot of NBA fans watching that game, or do you think nobody cares? I Well, the way you ask the question is a little tricky because I think NBA people are watching the game, but I don't think okay. anybody that's not an NBA fan is just flipping that on because it's on. So Brooklyn-Philly playing in Game 7, all stars are all there, everybody's watching it, that's but different. because yesterday it was what it was, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Durant's going to put on a show, you know that, so you're going to yeah. flip that on just to see Kevin Durant. We had Durant that on Saturday. Yeah, we had yeah. that on Saturday night. Absolutely. All right, it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. I'm going to let Magic Johnson take care of the Straight Talk here. Magic was on, well, Magic was on every show this morning. He was on He was on First Take, he was on Get Up, he was on with K, uh, KJ and Z, but he was asked about the Laker window and how open he thinks that it is. Here he is talking about whether or not that Laker window is getting narrow. No, it's not closed, and... They have to make some moves, though, because the West is so much better now. Uh, we're seeing it already with Phoenix and the Clippers, and we haven't even talked about Utah and Denver when Jamal Murray gets back. And so, I, and then the big three out here back east. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we have to get better, and they got to get some shooters to surround AD and LeBron with because Danny Green, that move hurt us. Rondo, that move hurt us because those guys brought something that we don't have anymore, right? Danny Green can shoot from the three-point line. Rondo with his basketball IQ and also be able to create shots for his teammates. Dwight Howard closing down the middle. So we miss those guys. So 
Rob Palinka just got to bring some shooters, help AD, help LeBron, space the court, and I think the Lakers will be fine. <laughs> okay. It's, it's just – it's funny to me how Magic – cannot talk about the Lakers and not bring up Rob Palenka and the moves that he made during the offseason. We'll get to that in a second, but let's kind of move that off to the side for the okay. time being. I'll be honest. The more I watch these playoffs, the better I feel about the Lakers, which is not usually the case, right? The more They're out in the first round. You look at who's the last four standing. The Lakers, and I get it. There are a bunch of teams who are unhealthy. The Lakers are not the only one that got bit by the injury bug. Yeah, yeah. But if you can find a guy or two that can make some shots, it feels like the Lakers' window, not, never mind is it getting narrow, it feels like it's as open as it's been in a long time. LeBron, look, I'm not crazy to the point where I think LeBron's going to play until he's 148 years old and still be LeBron, but I just don't envision a cliff coming for him. I just don't envision where LeBron goes from being the best player in the league to the 42nd best player sure. in one offseason. That's just not going to happen. He may fall off, and by fall off, I mean fall down to the 6th or 7th best player, but that's still pretty good because you already have the 3rd or the 4th best guy in AD. The more I look at this, the more I hear what Magic's saying, because I agree with most of the things that he said right there, it feels like this window is wide open. I think there's two ways to look at it, so... Lakers lose in the first round. When Anthony Davis goes down with his injury, that's it. Series was Lakers lost the second half of game four. They lost game five. They lost game six. Call it a day. Lakers at one point were up two games to one. We all thought, hey, we're walking to the Western Conference Finals. Didn't happen. So I think two ways to look at it, you can say, you can have concerns. You could say, well, you know, Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. So that's going to be one of your concerns. Another concern is going to be, okay, LeBron James walking next year into his 19th season. Okay, that's another concern. And then the role players, do you have the right role players? But I think, Trav, with all that being said, I know there are certain questions around the Lakers, but here's the reality. Reality is, if you felt they were just healthy with the squad that they had, Mm -hmm. they had a legitimate chance to win championship number 18. Of course they did. So now you have an opportunity this offseason to correct some of your wrongs because that roster is flawed. There are some areas that you do got to improve. And I think there's going to be – what's going to be fascinating is there's going to be probably four or five teams coming into this offseason thinking they're right there, right? Brooklyn's going to think we just got to be healthy. We're right there. I think they're right to think that. Lakers are going to think – we're healthy right there. The The Denver piece, which I really, really do think Denver is going to be a player. The problem is Jamal Murray is going to be out, I think, until I want to say it's going to be like March or something along those lines or February or whatever the case is. Clippers, you know they're going to feel. Let's say Clippers don't win an NBA championship, but Kawhi Leonard decides he's going to sign a long-term deal with the Clippers. You don't think the Clippers feel like they're right there? So there are going to be a few teams that think they are right there, Lakers obviously being one of them, but I don't want to just brush over hey, let's not make some moves this offseason because we think we're right there. I think the Lakers got to actually improve their roster, and I don't think they come back with the same squad. No, it's not just do nothing and roll it back and hope that you get lucky with the injuries, but it's also not, hey, hit the detonator and blow up everything Absolutely you have. not. No, it, absolutely it, it's not. It's not that. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer gives you multiple quote options so you can pick what's right for you. See for yourself at Progressive.com. Okay, I want to throw this back for a second. I'm going to throw one question. You know, you yeah. say detonate. You know, yeah. Who then do you feel like will detonate? Is Philly detonating? They have. Is to. Philly blowing they, it up? Philly okay. has to hit the button. Is is Utah blowing it up? No. Is Portland blowing yes. it up? So, because yes. I think there are teams that you learned enough from this year that will probably say, 
freaking ignite this thing and let's just start over. To even think about having that conversation for the Lakers seems so incredibly um, irrelevant and pointless, in my opinion. Okay, so I don't know if you remember the story or not. This is 15 years or so ago. There was a football player at Kansas State who got arrested because he tried to crawl through the drive through window at Taco Bell when they got his order wrong. It was late at night, and they got his Burrito Supreme wrong or something. Yep. He didn't like it, so he tried to crawl in through the window and Makes get it. Makes sense he- to me. I, I don't understand why that would be <laughs> any type of offense. Get his order right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the window for this guy was open, but he couldn't fit through. Okay. This is what I'm getting at with the Laker window being open. The window is open. But there are more guys trying to get in and get their Burrito Supreme. Okay, they're, they're, the Lakers can fit through. The problem is everyone else wants their Burrito Supreme to be right as well. The Jazz are trying to get through the window. The Clippers are yep. trying to get through the window. The Warriors, the Suns, the Mavericks, the Nuggets with Jamal Murray, he's trying to get through the window. So this is what I'm getting at with the idea of the Laker window. Is it closed? Is it open? It's still as open as it's ever been. The problem is there are more guys trying to get through the window. Absolutely. Be- before – it was the window was nice and wide, and the and the, the Lakers just kind of had to step over the Rockets, and they were fine, right? Just just mm-hmm. step over the threshold of the Rockets, hope that James Harden disappears. Oh, by the way, that happened again. And just you you you're gonna go and you're gonna walk around. Now, right now, they might not get to the window because so many more people are fighting to make it right. Mm-hmm. That that the issue isn't can the Lakers do it? They absolutely can because their 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 backbone. The spine of the team, LeBron and AD, is as strong as anybody else's. The problem is there are other really good pieces out there, and this is where I think it gets more complicated. It's not that the Lakers need to, hey, we need to start over with a clean sheet of paper and figure this all out again. It's that everyone else is trying to get their Burrito Supreme fixed too. The NBA, uh, by the way, the fact that you threw in a Burrito Supreme Taco Bell drive through the, the fact that you found a way to wield or yield all that in together is, is amazing to me. But It just felt like we were getting a little too NBA-centric. I need to bring it back to the core of what we do. I feel like a young Travis Rogers did something like that. Oh, 100% he did. Right? 100% he did. I can see Travis. Uh, I can see Travis. And it's not even that they screwed up his order. It's that he asked for three mild sauces and two hot sauces, <laughs> and never they mild. got it backwards. They never mild. It backwards. Always hot. Never mild. But, but yeah, generally speaking, that's true. Trav, a couple years ago, the NBA was so different because everybody knew the Golden State Warriors were going to win, and I mm-hmm. don't care what move you make. Now is not the time to go all in because the Warriors – Kevin Durant's there. Clay Thompson's there. Steph Curry's there. Draymond, Andre Iguodala, Sean Lewis. Go down the list. You, you can do whatever you can. Your your chance of beating the Golden State Warriors was they're not healthy. That was your chance. So that's what you were relying on. And then Kevin Durant decided to go to Brooklyn. What happened in the NBA? Everything changed. Mm-hmm. The now all of a sudden, a number of teams thought like, hey, we might have a shot here. Lakers go get Anthony Davis. They win it in their first year. Where we are today in the NBA trap. It's fascinating because there are a handful of teams that think they're right there. There are a handful of teams that think they're right there, and they're also chasing the Lakers, and they're also chasing what the Brooklyn Nets did. So there are going to be teams next season that get more irrelevant and teams that become more relevant because they're going all in. If this is your window, you're going to try to make every move that you can. Yeah, but – okay. But the it just doesn't seem like there's a great team out there right now. To your point with the Warriors, right? Warriors were a great team. The, the 
the, the other teams that we've seen go, go on this run, whether it was LeBron's Miami teams, whether it was yep. San Antonio, whether oh, it was no, the Lakers. Oh, no, there's nothing like that. There's, Absolutely, there's, there's, there's nothing there's like that. There's nobody out there right now that's set up to go on. A, look at what's left. You, you I mean, thought do, Brooklyn. Do you, think there was, you thought Brooklyn, right? You thought that was Brooklyn kind of was the as idea. close to a lock as there was going to be. But – if you took out every NBA expert, right, if you found every NBA TV person, every TNT person, every ESPN person, every everybody that follows this league closely and has an educated opinion on what's going on and said, name your Final Four, nobody has these Final Four teams. Nobody. Nobody. I had it in preseason. I had it in preseason. <laughs> I sent you a text back in uh, December that said, watch out for the Hawks. <laughs> Watch out for the Hawks because Clint Capella and Trey Young are the best one-two punch that you're going to find in the NBA. Capella Young. Absolutely. No, nobody has it, which is the point why the Lakers, they are still set up for unbelievable success moving forward. And Magic has another idea on how to get them over the top. We'll get that to you next. That's coming up. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. The 4th of July is almost here before hitting the highways for the long holiday weekend. Headed to your neighborhood, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change, and let the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. I was there about a month ago. Uh, it's such an easy, convenient thing to do. How many times do you have that light on and you're trying to avoid going to get your oil changed? Uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change makes it so easy. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up. Drive in and drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. And we're uh, we're playing with a man down today, Slee. Yeah, it looks like uh, Taylor. Yeah, listen, he, the guy said food poisoning, but I got a feeling he was in Vegas three straight. That I, I have a feeling <laughs> the moment our show ended on Friday, he drove down to Vegas Day partied three days. Him and Funches. Funches you, made you it. You know back. what? I think he really did go to Vegas. He was telling me that he had an offer to go to Vegas on Friday. Well, who says no to that? Exactly. And he was tr- d- trying to downplay with me. You know, whatever. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go. Blah blah blah. You know. Uh, yeah. Just to keep it away from me, that he probably is going to go party and do all this other fun stuff or whatever. But yeah, he's. Well, he me, probably went to jump, Vegas. Let me let me jump in here. If you thought Vegas was crazy. You should have seen Big Bear this weekend. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was the same. Glow sticks and whistles out by the lake. You know, just just getting to get, instead of in the club, Slee's just out Glow there on the dock with his his feet hanging over the edge. Whistles. Glow stick and whistle in hand, just going crazy. I, can I, I, I that's tell you how something? I can see it. Can I tell you something? I could sit in a so the just did like one of those Airbnbs, like a vacation rental company uh-huh. that sets you up or whatever. So. I could sit in this freaking backyard. The backyard was literally nothing simple. But you just got these huge trees that are surrounding you. Um, you know, the dog is, I don't know what the heck the dog is doing. I'm like, this, this he's going to lose himself. The guy's enjoying ready himself. To, 
run up the mountains. I'm like, relax, okay? <laughs> Take a second here. Um, but I could just do that for two, three straight days, just grilling on the barbecue. I mean, it's just so nice. It's, it's not so a bad nice way to do it. Back. No. Taylor got his hands on some, uh, as the story goes, some bad sushi, which yeah. is, <laughs> as far as ways to get sick go, that's very near the top of the list. Like, I, I love sushi. I, I It's something that I really enjoy going out for, bringing it in, all those things. But if you've ever had the bad sushi experience, that will end you. Because, look, like I said, can I Can you go laid- back to it? Can you go back to it? Never to the same place ever again. You can go back to sushi again, but you can't go back to where they got you the first time. you got to move on to the next place. That's just the way that it goes. Put it this way. I'm in the middle of a round of golf on Saturday afternoon with some buddies. We do a little Father's Day thing every day, right? Very nice. And so – about halfway through the round, like the 12th hole, all of a sudden I had this, uh-oh, I'm not in a good place. So the round ends, I immediately go home, and I, I'm in bed on Saturday night by 7 o'clock at night, okay? Mm-hmm. Just crushed with queasiness and that terrible, terrible food poisoning, stomach flu feeling. I didn't get out of bed yesterday other than a couple hours here and there. What'd you eat? 17 hours. Nothing. What'd you eat? I, I had eggs in the morning, and I had turkey sandwich for lunch. So it was from the house, things that other people eat. No one else got sick. It wasn't that. It was just some mm. bug that I got wiped out by. So if Taylor is claiming he got food poisoning, I'm going to I'm gonna believe What's him. What's worse? if he got taken out by sushi, nothing is worse than that. Would you rather have a bad flu or food poisoning? Oh, food poisoning because it goes away much quicker. Once once you've expelled the tainted food, you're, you're on the road to recovery. The stomach flu takes a couple of days to work your way through. I'd rather have a bad flu. And Why? go ahead and take the couple of days out. Food poisoning is the worst. There's nothing worse than food poisoning. There really isn't. I had one time, one time, I had food poisoning. It was, this was back in, I want to say like, I don't know, high school. Well, I think it was right around that time. A, a, a buddy of mine after basketball practice, this is, how, this is how much I was so passionate about basketball. I was just so ready to make all CIF like you, Trav. Basketball <laughs> practice ended. We went to McDonald's. It's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> You got to hammer down a couple of fillet of fish before the next workout. I swear, I was just going to tell you we had a fish, fish o fillet, whatever the hell they're called. I was demolished after that. Could not have things. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Like Thanksgiving, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving today. Like I'm just already <laughs> thinking about right? how great Thanksgiving is and the spread and the meal. Sometimes it ends up being two dishes, whatever the case is. You got to go to one house, you go to another. <laughs> I couldn't get out of bed. So food poisoning, I want nothing. Give me the flu all day long over uh, food poisoning. So we've all gotten the, something here and there that's kind of w- wiped you out like you're talking about. I had one. It's the only time I've ever gotten so point where I thought that this, this is the end. This is how it ends for me. Yeah, this is this it, is, yeah. This is it. By the way, isn't that funny that that's what goes through our mind? I mean, that's that's a very that's a very male thing. It's like no, that's it. It's done. We're, yeah, no, we're, and, and and the other, no one has ever been as sick as I am right now. No one in the history of the world has ever felt worse than I do at this moment. I was twelve or thirteen years old. We uh-huh. fly across the country to visit my aunt. Right, she mm-hmm. lives in Orlando, and it's me and my brother, and we fly over there. And it, my mom and dad stay home. They send us to the ants to, for a week. And we're going to go to Disney World and SeaWorld and all that stuff over in Orlando. So my aunt makes cinnamon rolls one morning. You know those kind that you get in the tube? You break the tube open. You put them on the pan. Yep. And they, they're oh, wonderful. Oh, those are the best kind. Right? Those, they're incredible. The tube had apparently been breached prior to our purchasing the tube and had gone bad. Just and, out of curiosity, how many how many cinnamon rolls were laid out there? I just – because I so, – I almost feel like 
I feel like you're missing a part of the story that, that we should be talking about. No, okay? I'm not missing. I hadn't gotten to it yet. Okay. So there are six rolls per can. Okay. So we okay. had two rolls or two cans. So there's there's 12 rolls, and there were there's my brother and there four, and there's six people now. So that's two each, right? I had more than two. Let's just say that I had more than two because that's I shocking. ended up on an – one of those things you blow up for the pool. You can float around on little rafts, the inflatable rafts. They brought that into the bathroom, laid it on the bathroom floor because I didn't leave the bathroom for two days. I just laid on the the, the portable inflatable pool floaty for two days because I couldn't be more anybody than six else get inches sick? from the Did bathroom. anybody else get sick? No, everybody else got sick, but they were oh, okay. all fine in a couple hours. I got crushed for two days because I overdid it with the cinnamon rolls. You sure yeah, you only ate two? No, <laughs> maybe three. I know, didn't right? Eat two, and that's why some of the other ones who had one didn't get as sick. Trav <laughs> went five deep, and there was only twelve for six people. And uh, all right, that that makes a little more sense now. Yeah, it, uh, it was nice. To this day, I haven't had a cinnamon roll since I was twelve years old. I am not twelve anymore. It's been thirty plus years, and I still have not eaten a, a cinnamon roll since. All right, so here's what's coming up. So we got Ask Slee right around the corner. You still have time to get. I have I have enough, but like I always say, I'd always like a few more. Hashtag them Ask Slee. You can send them to Al at Alan Sleeway. You can send them to me at Travis Rogers, and uh, we will get all of those coming up. It is Ask Slee coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. And if you're a business owner who uh, who's hiring right now, it can feel like trying to find that needle in a haystack, right? But when you post a job on ZipRecruiter, their matching technology finds qualified candidates for you and then invites them to apply. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So while other companies give you too many options, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Can you see the smile on my face, Slee? Do you know how much I enjoy this segment that I've been looking forward to it since Friday's Ask Slee, and, and now it's finally here? It's like Christmas morning for me. Chances you and I can meet up halfway after the show and go to Cinnabon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nope. You have look, not I, had a cinnamon roll since. You really have not had. Nope. Nope. Like, you go through the mall, and you'll smell Cinnabon. It was like, oh, does yeah. that smell good? I'm like, no, I think I'm going to get sick. I, I, I it, it just Let's have a cinnamon roll work. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. You ready, Slee? Let's do it. All right, this is from Jesse Garcia Signs, and he writes, hashtag Ask Slee. Your life is on the line, and you have to rely on one of these individuals who can save you. Number one, Ben Simmons making a free throw. Sounds like I'm screwed already. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Doc Rivers making second-half adjustments. Okay. Number three, Clay Helton getting USC into the playoff. And number four, Tim Tebow making the Jags roster. What you got? Just because I know this will anger you, uh, Tim Tebow <laughs> on the Jaguars roster, to me, I'm most passionate about. Funches, we've talked about this. What was the best-selling jersey in the offseason in the NFL? Yeah, Tim, Te Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yeah. And it makes sense, right? Because – we can go back to those legendary performances in the playoffs. And, of course, Tebow's highlight always comes. The Hail Mary, man. The Hail Mary. It wasn't a Hail Mary. He completed a pass a ten, that went about ten six yards, yards over the middle of the field that the guy caught and ran for 80 yards. 
It was it, – oh, my goodness. By the way – But the way – here's here's what it comes down to. The whole yeah. yak, you know, yards after catch, <laughs> it's where Tebow placed it. Sure. That was the difference. Sure. That was the difference. It was incredible. And, and, and when I say that every single high school quarterback in America would have made the same throw, that's 100% accurate. And by the way, that's the right decision. Of those other three things, Ben Simmons, Doc Rivers, and Clay Helton, because Tebow might make it just because they want to continue to sell jerseys. For pure marketing reasons, right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. All right, here's one from uh, Big E. Hashtag Ask Slee. When someone brings uh, a box of donuts to the office, is Slee the guy that only wants half and is asking everyone if they want the other half? 100%. I, I feel 100%. like I've done that. we've done that before, Slee. I feel like we, our paths crossed in the kitchen. You took a half a donut and you asked me if I wanted the other half. 100%. I uh, am known as, uh, yeah, I'll just take a piece. I'll just take a piece. So Now, what I'm not doing is this, Trav. I'm not an okay. animal. I'm not putting all my hands all over the donut, right, no, and opening no. it up like this. Hey, Funches, why don't you grab the other half, buddy? <laughs> but you can go in there and just cut half of it yeah, off just cut and it. leave yeah, half just in the it. box, right? That's all you got to do. You don't have to go around saying, hey, um, I'm only eating half of this plain glazed donut. You guys, who wants well, not, the other I'm half I'm not announcing thing? it. I'm not <laughs> announcing it. I'm more quietly, more quietly coming in, cutting it, and then going about my business. <laughs> that's that's probably. See, well, are you the guy that cuts it in half and then goes back for the other half later? I think I've done that with sandwiches. Remember when Langers used to come in? Yeah, Remember yeah. When Langers used to do like, but I think Langers, were they half sandwiches or were they full sandwiches? I can't remember. They were half sandwiches. Okay, half sandwiches. How many times have you, have you spent, oh, I'm just going to have a half. Oh, I'm just going to have a half oh, sandwich. Yeah. Every and time. Then, <laughs> and then nine minutes later, I'm like, I can't work until I eat the other half and then I fall asleep under under uh, on the carpet of 710 ESPN. <laughs> this may not come as a surprise to you, but I've never eaten half of anything in my entire life. If, if, if I order it, I'm eating it. Even if it's not that good, I'm still going to power through it and I'm going to finish it because that's what you're supposed to do. But why do you say that with such, like, anger? Like, the way you say it, like, you're mad at me for having half of the sandwich. Well, you didn't order. If you order half a sandwich, then you can have half a sandwich. But if you order the whole sandwich, you should eat it. It's your your responsibility. You ordered the sandwich. Go have a cinnamon roll, bro. (laughs) Oh, don't. Like, you know, I was like kryptonite, right? Everybody's got the kryptonite. If you tied a cinnamon roll to the end of a stick, I'd be whimpering in the corner, (laughs) curled up in a ball. Like, please, I'll do whatever you want. Just keep the cinnamon rolls away from me. Damage on you for that long. It's been 40 years, and I'm still wiped out by it. All right, next one. This is from TFP. Is Slee watching F9 at midnight on Thursday like a true <laughs> Fast and Furious fan, or will you catch a matinee before your 3.30 supper on Friday? Hashtag Ask Slee. Can I tell you something? I didn't know what the hell people were talking about for a couple of weeks. They'd be like, F9 is coming out. I'm like, what? Formula, <laughs> formula what, what is that? I, I what thought is it's F9? only Formula One. Why I, is a new race, F9? a new race. I had no idea F9 was Fast and the Furious. Um, will I be there at midnight? Trav, I haven't seen one of those. Not one. I have not watched one Fast and Furious. It, it is not down I'm my not alley. To hear that. You're not going to see me pulling out of a Walgreens, speeding out. You know what I mean? Just uh, It's just not me. Let, let, have, let me change the question slightly. Have yeah. you ever been the guy to line up for a movie at midnight so you're one of the first people to see it? Line up for a movie? No. Have I seen... I can't remember which one. You know, you know. Actually, this uh, this uh, Thanksgiving. You know that that Thanksgiving weekend is like one of the most popular sure. uh, weekends to go see a movie. Definitely sure. gone and seen. You know, a midnight film, whatever the case is, but not. I, 
I'm not a let's wait in line. I got to see this before everybody else. Yeah, I, I can. Wait I'll wait a couple Saturdays. days. I'm yeah, I'll fine. wait a couple days. I'll, I'll just catch it on Saturday. All right, next one. Ryan writes. When someone gets too chummy in a conversation with Slee, what's his go-to line to let them know it's time to wrap it up? <laughs> so, by the way, very important, right? That conversation, you're like, you're bored. You're like, so there's a way out. How do you execute it? I say, let's go to commercial break. No. Um... <laughs> Don't you have a read here? Yeah. Right. Just start reading ads. Progressive insurance. Um, you know, I just kind of start winding it down. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's great. Um, well, let's uh, – hey, let's definitely catch up soon. Um, <laughs> you know, hit me with a text or let me know how things go. Let me know how things go. And then I just kind of slowly – by the way, you got to start backpedaling too. Like if you start kind Phys- of giving oh, the you indication. You the physical move. You start well, to create you, physical distance. Yeah, let, let me put it this way. If we're in the kitchen, okay, and you are so passionate about a subject, and I'm like, Trav <laughs> – I got to get back over to the other side of the building. Why is it I got me some other stuff to do. To you all of a Just because you and I are having a conversation right now, it's like a perfect example. If you start seeing me backpedaling, like I'm kind of slowly starting to go back, what's going to be your indication? Your indication is I should start wrapping up the conversation. <laughs> well, yeah, in a perfect world, sure. I, okay, here's the power move that you would probably do. You'd probably start walking towards me. You'd say, okay. <laughs> no, so here, here's my move. You want to start and- walking? I'm going to start walking with you. The mo- and look, the the smartphone is a big problem because we're all addicted to them and we can't go 30 seconds without having it in our hand and scrolling through it and looking at it. It's it's a problem. Yeah. But it's also the world's greatest lifeline, right? That if you're in the middle of something, you reach in your back pocket like you're getting a call and go, oh, my God, I got to take this. I'm really sorry. I can't sorry. do that. I can't Why? do that. It's, it's, it's actually polite. I would fold. No, no, no. I would fold because <laughs> if it's not like if I don't actually have a phone call coming in, I will not play it off well. Like, it will not play off well. I'll, no, I'll look like an idiot. You take it out. You, you make yeah. sure that they can't see the screen. You look at it and go, oh, you know what? I got to take this. I'll be right back. And then you just you, you hold it up to your ear, and you give them that finger like, hey, you know, hey, just one second. Uh, just and one second. My Ver- I gotta, Verizon's I go. calling. I got to just real quick. Let me – I got to make a payment here. I w- it would not go smooth. It would not go smooth. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. This is from Dean. Dean says, nine-year-old Slee, here's the ice cream truck. Is anything better than that? <laughs> a – do Mr. and Mrs. Slee allow him to get something? And B, what's he getting? Uh, no, they don't allow me to get something. But let me <laughs> let me go back to if I could go back to those days. What would I get? I I I definitely were get they one a of no those. to the ice cream man thing? That's that's harsh. Just a little treat's not going to hurt anybody. If you're at like a park or something along those lines, yeah. I think my mom was starting to calculate. Okay, what's this going to do to the monthly budget? Uh, get your ace <laughs> back over here. Um, <laughs> I'll go probably – what did I used to get? Those ice cream sandwiches? Those know, are just good. The, just, just the vanilla with the little chocolate wafers? The, that those, the old school? Those were fantastic. They're By great. the way, what was what was the one? It was it was kind of like Popsicle, the red, white, and uh, – That's red, white, the right blue. answer. What, 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 were the, what were those the called? The Bomb Pop. The yeah, Bomb those Pop. Were. Sometimes they were in, inaccurately yeah, were labeled Rocket Pops, which always bothered me a little bit, but – Bomb pop is is the right phraseology. You're right. It's the red, white, and blue I one. It's shaped like you, a bullet, and it's I could delicious. see you as a kid talking to the ice cream truck driver. It's labeled wrong. <laughs> I get it. That's fine, but it's labeled wrong. Yeah, you're not selling rocket pops. You're selling bomb pops. Let's go. What are we doing here? Get it right. <laughs> I'll take two of them. I'll take two of them. <laughs> yeah, and while you're in there, get me a couple. Uh, I, need, <laughs> I need one more. All right, here's another one. Francis writes, which is drier and less edible? Trav's glove from Little League that's somewhere in his garage 
or Slee's cut of turkey at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why you guys got to come at the turkey? By the way, I'm, I'm not I'm not kidding here. I've said this before on air. I don't know what it is about Thanksgiving, but God bless my aunt. They, they can't get the, they can't get the turkey right. They can't get the turkey right. It's dry every time. It's dry every single time. <laughs> like you want consistently dry turkey? Maybe that's why I'm attracted to to, to uh, turkey here. It's always dry. Look, we've been over this. Turkey is the most overrated thing on the Thanksgiving table, right? It's all the stuff that goes around. If you get some gravy on it, it's so good. Well, it needs yeah, but, gravy. It needs but gravy. That's the point. It needs yeah. the gravy. The it can't gravy stand is alone. what's good. Yeah, it can't the stand turkey alone. is not good. The yeah. mashed potatoes are great. Those salads and the mac and cheese and the the beans or whatever else you got going on on that plate. There, there's everything. We've brought but up the turkey. We've brought up Thanksgiving nine times in uh, the month of June. By the way, perfect. Let's. It can't get here fast enough. It cannot get here fast enough. All right, Magic has another idea on how the Lakers can get back to the position that they're not in this year. That is deep in the playoffs. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Salee, seven ten ESPN.